0: Hi, I'm Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today we're going to be talking um, a little bit about how women work in a man's world um, and how uh, you know, we can actually rise above that and step into more of our authentic self and more of the femininity of who we really are. Um, so today I'd like you to welcome my special guest, Fiona Fine. How are you, Fiona? I
1: am great. It's a gorgeous day here in Toronto, Canada.
0: Yeah, wonderful. Now, uh, we were just talking a little earlier about, uh, about your journey and your story, so we'll, we'll get into that um, in a minute, but uh, what we're also going to be talking about today is, um, is, uh, is your book, uh, called uh, which is actually called Bitch, uh, which is made <laughs> in total control of herself. So um, I, I can't wait to get into the information for that, but let's first talk about your journey and how you got to, to writing the book and what the, the mission of the book really is.
1: Well, interestingly enough, I sort of laugh because for you know almost 30 years now I had, or uh, until the last uh, you know five or six, I had totally played in a man's world. I had a term childhood um, until the age of 17 when I went off to engineering school, and pretty much within three weeks I had my first car accident, and that sort of set it all up for a very different life than I had planned as you know a young woman. And so, uh, through a lot of learnings and through being in the engineering, then ultimately in IT and in corporate headhunting, I played by guys' rules, totally. Um, I just, I I became almost a man, and I almost subjugated completely my femininity. And therefore, my personal relationships disappeared uh, and were difficult, and my health really was a big problem for me to have to learn to manage. Uh, so it was only in the last um, five years, seven years, that I really started to claim, reclaim the sassy se- sexy self that I think of myself as now, and to to start to really live a much more harmonized life and take all the things that I learned in a guy's world and, and really meld them together into what I think of as a truly spectacular life now. So it's been great. <laughs>
0: So it's interesting that you say that the um, you know you had this car accident and it kind of changed the course of your life.
1: How did that do that? Um, well, the first one, as I said, I, I I became a pit bull almost. You know, I knew that I had always been. Thinking like man, I was driven by goals, and goals were—you know—at the age of seventeen, I mapped out my life. It, I was going to have a couple of kids. So I was going to be married. I was going to be an engineer. I had it all kind of meticulously planned out, just like a lot of alpha women do. And life has a tendency to sort of change things when you when you get it too structured. So the first car accident was in ninety um, was in 1980. Um, Oh my goodness, 1979, and then the second one was 1995, and the third one was only about five, six years ago, but by that time I was getting the hang of it. Um, We take things for granted that we believe that we can control our lives, and it's only when we start to let go and we go looking for what we truly desire, and we start to reframe our goals. So that they become truly desires, as opposed to these goals that were driven to accomplish. That that was a huge learning for me.
0: Yeah, isn't it interesting? I actually uh, was interviewed yesterday, and uh, we were talking about how we were talking about the movie The Secret. And this the the guy who was doing the interview with me was like, you know, he's trying to poo poo The Secret, and I'm like, you know, I, I can't say that uh, that I can do that because that movie in that book changed my life mm-hmm. because I got out of the conscious you know, world of having to set a goal and do a plan and structure everything out to realizing that when you can, you know, visualize and see this end result, feel the emotions of it, take action, and then release and yes. allow the universe and that, that entity outside of us to be able to give us the assistance that we need, then we're leveraging something
1: much bigger than us. Yes, um, thank goodness, yeah. because we really can't get in our own ways. I Just before you and I started to talk, I mean, I'm an engineer, so I've got a log- lot of logical you know, side to me. And yet, the law of attraction, when I do my coaching, one of, the, one of the pieces is that you have to believe that there is something like the law of attraction and that it is helping us to get the results that we know and truly want to create. So I am. most people are surprised that I'm actually a woo-woo person, but it was only through that type of learning that I started to create my best life. I couldn't have done it from a logical brain mindset. It had no. to be from a bigger piece. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you know, what we're talking about
0: here is leveraging you know the universe to to, to uh, supply us with the things that we couldn't have planned for in a million years anyway.
1: <laughs> no. and and we get in our own ways, as I say. So I mean, yes, it's a big piece. I'm actually a huge fan, and I use it in again in the program. I'm a huge fan of the Esther Hicks Abraham thought process. I've had a naturopath, you know, who's been healing the mind-body connection because I was really, basically, I had discombobulated the my ego mind, which I, Natalie, I say it's the biggest muscle of my body. It gets it gets exercised more than almost everything else in my body, and so it was only through that starting to integrate and, and that I really started to become a complete full woman that could create something that really is, is bigger than just myself.
0: Yeah, exactly. So tell me about the book. So what was the motivation behind writing it? What's the message that, you, that you're that wanting to get across in the book?
1: Um, well, okay. So for 30 years i played in a man's world. I've played it hard and fast and I knew how to make money. I could make money. I gave up on the relationships and the, the health side of things. We're kind of like a three-legged stool as women or anybody. but. Quite often we have one leg that is really dominant and the other two are very short and wobbly and out of out of kilter. So for years I had been called in the, the, the IT world and, and headhunting, I'd sort of been referred to as a little B-I-T-C-H. Okay I was bitchy, I was miserable, I was in pain and the rest of the world was sort of getting it as much as I was. As I started to come out of this, as I started to pick up the pieces and start to harmonize and create. I went looking for something that gave me the magic chuckle so that I would start to go, yes, I am a bitch. B-I-T-C-H capital, babe in Total Control of Herself. So that it took it from a disempowering word, which so many of us hate, to an empowering, how do I stand in this? How do I inspire myself? How do I inspire other people? And so it came about because, believe it or not, I started working and playing with women, I sort of gave up, I went into semi-retirement and I started, I created a company called Goddess Connections, and we have a couple of different publications for women, but what I was finding is my personal voice was still growing stronger and stronger and I realized I had to step into that babe and total control of myself, so a lot of the teachings that I had used from my work from working with other clients, the trenches, That's where the book came from. It is a very, people say they can hear my voice (laughs) when they read it. They go, yeah, that's your, I can hear you nattering in my my ear. So it it came around from my life and and wanting to give women a bigger voice so we can step into our own power. Right. So what do you think is, uh, you know, and like, let's
0: be honest, like there has been many uh, reasons why women have had to step up in a masculine way, in a masculine world, sure. um, but, you know, I, I feel, and maybe you feel the same, is that we're moving into this new feminine era of the of the planet, and so now it's like, you know, thank goodness for the women that came before us and actually played the way for us yeah. to be able to step into that, but how do you feel that women can show up in a more feminine, authentic way if they are actually in a man's world?
1: you know one of the things I had not really realized is that I really didn't know what was going to make me happy you know I I I thought money really could I completely lost the ability to understand that without your health and without true love and I you know that can be the true love of anybody that you really everything gets shallow and and hollow so I think for us as women not trying to have it all at once to give ourselves permission to really start to – I was talking to, um, if you're going to laugh, the, the, the Vagina Chronicles podcast just on Friday night, and there were younger women, and they were like, okay, I'm starting to find that I've always got my boxing gloves on. I want to you know, go right at it with the world and my, my partner and everything. I said, when was the last time you took time just to find pleasure – I don't mean sexually, but pleasure – of what you really, truly desire? And you could hear the guilt over, you know, the airwaves type of thing. We don't do that. So really, if we have – if we are – men are switches because I do a lot of date coaching. We are rheostats. We're dials. We as women put our hands on our own dial and stop feeling guilty that if a massage is really what we want, that it's going to give us us that pleasure, give us that relief, bring us down and not – then we give ourselves the permission. We can't keep looking for it from outside of society. Society hasn't quite caught up. So no. it is we're really still holding our own selves back. And women have to be softer with other women. And I'm learning that. You know, we have to give each other permission to uh, to you know blow things up and to try things without you know cutting each other up. You know, the other thing, too, I think that, uh, and this is something
0: that I'm sort of championing right now, I've been uh, recently reading a lot of Brené Brown. Oh, yes. Powerful vulnerability, the the gift of imperfection. Um, But, you know, as women, I think the more that we can share and be real and talk about some of the things that, you know, maybe we would see as vulnerable. Like I know that if I was ever shown thought that I came across as vulnerable, to me that, that was weakness. Yes. Um, and I realize that really what it is is strength. Yes. You know, we all have the same fears and the same doubts, and, um, and we have the same thoughts, and the
1: more that we can share that, the more that we can expand on that. And live so, authentic lives. I mean, because, you know, if we're so bound up, if we're trying to be perfect, we can't sustain it. That's when our health gets us. That's when disease, dis-ease creeps into our lives. That's when, you know, we take on so much as women. And you know we we're trying to hold it all together. We're the biggest losers. And so yeah, living an open, vulnerable. I need help. Um, this isn't working for me. What can we do? Finding a new way to communicate with ourselves as well. I love the, yeah. I love the vulnerable piece and the authentic piece because we have tried to sew ourselves into little boxes for a long time. Yeah, and it's hard.
0: I mean. You're a wife, you're a mother, you're working, like you've got all these, what you think is everybody else's expectations of who you need to show up as, um, yeah. and unless we can you know, tap into that part of ourselves of who we really are underneath all of that, because
1: we are not our behavior, we are not our personality, we we're are not, not what we look like, I mean, we're also forcing everybody to be a, you know, a perfect size whatever, you know, it's ridiculous. I agree. Yeah. You touched on before that you have um, some publications
0: uh, that, that you have that are there to help and support women. So tell us a little bit about those.
1: Well, when I started, what I had been doing, I had been creating my own spectacular love life. And I had been coaching people. I'd come from 20 plus years of coaching. And so I was, we, the first publication that we started was how to put the fun back into dating. And it's encouraging women to have fun in that process, to not just again go out with that goal of, oh my gosh, where is he? The, you know, Prince Charming, the one, because quite often we'll get somebody and then, boom, you know, it's like, well, this isn't showing up the way I want it, and you need it to. So I started with how to put the fun back into dating, and uh, then I wanted a broader voice for women. So I created the platform Women Who Run It. It's for women leaders of all walks of life, and it is also a, a platform where women can speak to women and have a big voice around the world. So those two publications um, are part of the company, Goddess Connections. And I do my own speaking and write books and just really sort of push that envelope and, and sort of give us as big a voice as we possibly can. Yeah, perfect. So um,
0: Sophia, if, if people want to define it about the publications, um, about your book, or like you know, anything to do with you, where where can we send them to find out more information?
1: Um, well, to the publications uh, you can always go to the company. I'll send. Uh, that's the simplest. The company website has both publications on it. So the company website is www.goddessconnections.com. They would see two links. They could go to either one, and they'd be sent over to them. Um, as individuals, because they are two separate, it's like, you know, Vogue and, and National Geographic to a certain degree. There's an overlap, but they're different. Um, if you want to speak to me and get a copy of the Babe in Total Control of Herself, which we still have as a digital book for a limited time, then they can go to FionaFine.com. And uh, I'm, all, I'm on my own Twitter, which is Fiona underscore Fine. And uh, social media is is one of the places that I like to play. Awesome. I like to push the envelope, stir the pot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need more of you.
0: <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for being here on the show, and thank you for the work that you're doing. Because I think the more of us that can get out there and and you know step into this into this light and and create a space for women to feel like they can share and be supported and and to get the information that they need is is really important. So thank you so much for everything that you My
1: do. My pleasure. We we actually I the reason I love you know the products that you have is because you give I'm a very much a visual person and you give us an opportunity to create visually what we want to create in our lives and that's huge. I love to play with that stuff. So it's fabulous. The My movies. Awesome.
0: Thanks, Fiona. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Um, Also, uh, make sure that you download the app if you haven't done so already so you can watch the shows on the go. Click on the banner to the side there to go straight through to Fiona's website and make sure that you leave your email in the box on the page here. I'd love to send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's actually valued at $87 and I'd love to send it to you for free. So Until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously. And Love Without Limits, we'll see you soon.